It's time to trash talk. Get ready for a leap, and welcome to the Trash Talk Fluid Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. I'm your friendly host Joel on Trash Talk Fluid Podcast, and I hope you had a great day. Before we get into the topic, here's a little disclaimer for all of you. The discussions that we are going to execute later is rather sensitive in nature, and it involves a social issue that people might already know in general, but no one addresses it properly. So my purpose here is to hope that you know my little effort through this podcast will be able to call attention of the public eyes and educate them about why is it not cool to continue letting this happening in the society and why I personally think that it should be eradicated as early as possible. Now, let's go into some examples so that you get a grasp of what is it all about. The first example that I'm going to draw is advertisement. Have you ever been to different places and come across um, you know some advertisements and you see the celebrities who are being invited and you know them well that they are those celebrities or ethnicities you know of darker shades but through the artworks that you see from your eyes they look rather fair because you know very well that that's the effect of photoshop or have you ever, you know, come across certain situations where your family members or your friends just came to you and, oh my god, uh, it was so close, uh, there's this thief, or there's a robbery, oh my god, I lost my purse, or I got hurt. And when you have to visualize those incidents in your brain, the antagonist in question here would look rather darker. Or have you ever been in that situation yourself where people come to you and say, oh, um, you know, you look tan or, oh, um, you know, your nature color is rather darker. So you shouldn't wear clothes of certain colors because those just don't match your outlook. And people who say that to you doesn't necessarily have to be um, your enemy. It could be people who really love you such as your parents, your siblings, or it could even be your friends, right? So if you ever find these examples being so familiar to you, whether or not you are the victims of all these incidents, or whether or not you subconsciously project all these ideas onto others, then there's a term to describe this whole thing, which is colorism. And that's the topic we are going to discuss today. Colorism is a term coined in 1892 by Alice Walker, the Pulitzer Prize winner. And it refers to a practice that differentiates treatment based on the skin color itself. Especially, it encourages the favoritism towards people of lighter skin color. And the thing about colorism is that it sounds similar to racism, but it's not necessarily racism because it could also be happening within the same ethnicity itself, whereby a prejudicial or preferential act is being presented. The most annoying thing about colorism to me is that 
We are currently living in the 21st century. It's the modern society we are talking about. Yet, there are still people who like to show bias or classify the social hierarchy simply based on the skin color itself. And that is so annoying. I could even draw some examples to let you all know how alarming it has become nowadays and it could be done in different aspects as well. Uh, the very first aspect I could focus on is the business relation. Why I would say business relation? Let's be honest, whether you like it or not, we all need to survive, right? And in order to survive, we need to get the financial aid. And in order to get the financial aid, we need to go to work. And that's where colorism came in place as an obstacle. Uh, there is a research done by the overseas researchers earlier, and it indicates that when there are two candidates going for the same interview with the same credential and set skills, the candidate with the lighter skin color will have a higher chance compared to the people of the darker skin color. And even if the two of them do get hired, the wage gap is still there. Another aspect that we can look into, or it's something that I would encourage you all to really check in, is society. There are many habits that people have been picking up without even knowing that it's harmful to others. You know, for example, let's say something that we are familiar with, car, right? We all take the car, whether you are the passengers or you are the drivers. Sometimes when we see people pass by our car, we instantly lock the door because we don't want them to open the door and rob us, right? But the stress level would be higher if the people who walk by are people with the darker tone. You know, let's face it, that's what's happening. Another thing that's going on in the society is that there's a joke being spread around uh, among the social circle that, oh, you know, uh, dark people should feel lucky because when we play hide and seek, they don't have to hide themselves. We just need to turn off the light and we can't see them because their color matches so well with the surrounding, unless they show their eyes and teeth. You know, this is something that we should really check into whether or not we commit in such behavior. And another thing that really irks me a lot, and it's also a whole aspect that somehow plays an important role in shaping people's mind, is media. There is a commercial going on on social media earlier. It's an advertisement for a laundry detergent. It goes with an Asian girl who is about to wash her clothes right in front of the washing machine, and there's this black guy who came to her and obviously they dated each other and they almost kissed, but before they get into that, she pushed him into the washing machine and turned him into Chinese or Korean something. I forgot. And then only the kiss. You know, so it's always all these subtle little things that have gradually affected people's thinking in the long term, and that can be very serious. Of course, Colorism is a global issue that will probably stay in this world forever, but that doesn't mean that we can't do something to minimize it. You know, so there are six ways that I could think of that will really help us to eliminate the cause of it, or we could even help you know the victims of colorism as well. The very first thing that we should do is to acknowledge that it happens in many occasions. If you don't see it as a big deal, you probably wouldn't even realize that, oh, it, you know, it's, it's a problem. 
But if you accept that yes, it's a problem, you understand that it has done a lot of bad effects on people, that's where you will start taking the first step to prevent it from happening. So that's why the very first thing that we should do is to acknowledge it. The second thing that we can do is to do self-reflection. It's always good to check your privilege and imagine how would you feel when people discriminate you just because you have a different sexual orientation, because you have a different racial background, or just because you are poor and others are richer. You know, all these things could help us to understand how would they feel, you know, or how would the victims of colorism feel when they come across, you know, certain situations like this. Uh, the third thing that we can look into is to question the idea of beauty. You know, it's always good to ask yourself, how do you define uh, the quality? Whether or not you see someone through the inner self, like the behavior, or through other features as well. And this is very important because I really know, I have to be honest, that I do know some people with a wider skin color, but they have a very nasty uh, personality. Whereas I also know some people who are like, of the darker skin colors but they are nicest people in the world so the color shouldn't be the flaws or the element that we use to judge or rationalize people in general um, the fourth thing that we can look into is definitely to encourage each, each other to be sensitive you know about the words that we use when it comes to socializing because certain words could trigger um, certain skin trauma so it's always good to be aware of this um, you know behavior when we are dealing or having conversation with you know people especially with the diverse group of um, ethnicities um, another thing is that you need to always believe and show empathy when they when your friends or could be your even your relatives you know they came to you and they tell you about how they feel or maybe they could even be the victim and when they tell the story instead of you know like shrugging them off by telling them that ah it's okay it's just a normal thing chill out instead of doing that why don't you show some empathy right tell them that hey it's fine it's cool don't worry you know i'm here for you my heart goes out for you and you have got us you are building in your way why don't you give them that affirmation then right and the last thing that we can take to really help uh, or address this issue. I think this is particularly for you know, like to help uh, the victims of um this um colorism is that, you know, if we ever see things like this happening, even among our friends group or it could be in in the workplace as well, it's always good to educate people or be brave to counter argue when it's necessary. You know, when you hear or see people really committing uh colorism, you know, there's no wrong to stand up for, you know, those uh, minorities or people who are vulnerable to speak up for themselves. You know, be brave. Tell them that, hey, it's not cool. You know, you shouldn't do that. Uh, and, and these are the ways that I would encourage you all to take notes so that it would help to reduce uh, colorism, you know, smaller by smaller. If you find yourself being one of those victims of colorism, I just want to tell you that I feel really sorry about what's happening you know, I understand that it can be very terrible and my heart goes out for you. If there's a way for me to be there for you all 24-7, I would really like to do so. 
but unfortunately I'm not Superman <laughs> so I can't be there for you guys all the time uh, this is why right I came out with the four tips to spe you know to specially help you all uh, just so that not only that you know it will be your protection shield um, when you come across things like this in the future but at the same time it can also help um, to eliminate the, the colorism practice among among your social circle as well. Uh, the very first thing that I would suggest you to do is to practice a mantra you know within your mind and soul. Keep telling yourself that diverse is beauty. Diverse is beauty. Diverse is beauty. You know this is very important because whichever colors you are born with, whether you are born with brown colors, black colors, blue, green or purple. Okay, maybe blue and purple are just weird because it means that you're suffocating and you need doctor right away. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that you should always be proud of your own self. You know, whichever colors you are, dark shouldn't be a flaw. It shouldn't be a way to justify whether you're beauty you're beautiful or not because beauty isn't based on that. You know, this is something that you have to keep telling yourself and plant a seed in your mind that you are good in your way. Another thing that you can pick up for yourself is self-esteem. Um, I actually mentioned about this in my previous podcast, uh, you know, when I, when I talk about knowing how to be yourself, uh, there is one tip that goes with uh, building your confidence. So again, if you are confident enough and you really, you are really strong and firm about your status, knowing that your skin color doesn't define yourself. Um, you know, no matter what nasty things that you've seen or heard from other people, that shouldn't change the way how you look at yourself because you are well equipped with that mentality. So this is very important, you know, to always pick up from your own self, to always take a baby step to protect and boost up your own uh, self-esteem. The third tip that you can probably pick up is to build support group. Um, this can be very helpful because you know I personally think that uh, having a support group that tackles the issue itself or encourage other people uh, would not only be good you know for your physical well-being but it's beneficial for your mental and emotional health as well. Uh, the last tip that I would like to give you is to always feel free uh, to confront other people. I know this takes a lot of courage from your side, but you know, people might not even know that they are doing, uh, you know, colorism, you know, in, in, in a subtle way because they might not even aware. So it's always good to educate them in a constructive manner. So if they ever project colorism knowingly or unknowingly and you feel it, it's always good to be brave and speak up for yourself. Tell them that, hey, it's not cool to do this. Hey, it's not good. You know, there's always alternative. Educate them. And this would not only help to uh, protect yourself from any damage, but at the same time, it could also educate people. It's, it's, it's a win-win situation we are talking about right here. Before I end today's podcast, I would like to highlight again that colorism has indeed caused damages on many people for so many years. It is time that we should eradicate it. Again, it's always start from ourselves. We need the world to be more accepting and understanding towards one another. 
So through this awareness, I wish that I'm not only doing my part as an individual, but also help to fight the notion that beauty is restrained by certain physical features. So that's about my podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe this podcast channel and also do follow Trash Talk Fluid on Facebook and Instagram. See ya!